Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness, and I'm going to tell you, we can all use more of each one of those. Um, if you're joining us live, it is the week after my birthday. I'm going to tell you, I apparently make a big deal out of birthdays. Thank my mom and, and dad for always having these big parties. But I had the introverts party of all time. Yes, that is a Zoom birthday party where you've got 30 of your friends you don't have to clean up after them. If they want to drink and get drunk, they don't have to drive home. They're already home. And if you tuned in, uh, we had, I don't know, we had some celebrity guests. We had Patrick Wilson from the movie Aquaman pop by. I love you and thank you. And Daphne for making that happen. We had Elaine LaLanne at 94 years young. Uh, she's Jack LaLanne's bride and one of my all-time inspirations for staying healthy with a positive attitude no matter what. And uh, <clears throat> Les Brown popped in, man. I, you know what? I have been blessed, but I think it's because I put the work in that you get to reap some of these rewards. My guests today on today's show are going to blow your mind because if you're listening live, we're still in the middle of all of this crisis. And I have been watching one of my guests, a dear friend of mine, and he has been blowing it up with controversy. And I called him last night. I said, dude, get your butt here because we're going to talk about this. Then we're going to pop in and talk to Greg Watson about the state of real estate. And then Tyler, the hypnotist, is going to end our show and put us in a much better trance than the one that the news puts us in. So I want to start with big dog right there, Mr. Bradley, not Leah like Tia, but my good friend. He is an entrepreneur, a businessman. He's got a platform. He's a dad. He's a husband. And one of the sexiest men on the internet. Give it up for Brad. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Forbes. Hey. All right. So, you know what's cool thing about this? I haven't actually seen you in person in about a year, but you are in my face every morning. Your Instagram feed is blowing it up, and your videos are so on target. So, let's start with how are you doing through all this craziness? Man, they're calling me the COVID kid. <laughs> I like that. Now, you seem to have an interesting perspective on it. I watched this morning about your mask. I am truly sorry you're not wearing one because we are within six feet of each other on this computer. So am I in danger if I'm not wearing a mask? Well, I mean, again, I mean, most of the masks that you see out there, they're made of cloth. They're, they're some bullshit mask that, that someone created and they're not at all rated for what they're supposed to be for. So I think they're foolish. But my post was more about people wearing their mask alone in their car. That's kind of like wearing a condom to watch porn. It's just not necessary. Forbes, it's not necessary. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's just a bunch of scared people because the stupid ass media is overhyping everything. Now, well, you, the death is real. Listen, I'm not saying nobody's dying from it. I'm saying that not as many people as they claim are dying from it, number one. Number two, if you, if you follow the science and look at the data, there's many, many, many doctors out there that will tell you that they kind of misjudged the, the, the mass uh, death rates, right? The death rate is, is a fraction of what they said it would be or thought it would be. And I think it's time to open up the country again. And quite frankly, if the sick, compromised or scared want to stay home, I'm not mad at them. And then they're mad because I'm saying we should go back to work. And I'm like, how are you going to get sick if everybody's out in the world and you're home under a blanket with your mask on? 
Never in the history of time have they quarantined healthy people. I'm actually sitting on the same side of the fence as you are, and I'm having a tough time with understanding why this got so out of hand and what is really going on. So take me back about two months ago. You're doing your business. You're very successful out there in Las Vegas, and you start to hear this rumbling of shutting down. Did you at first even think this was possible? You know, no. I thought, uh, I thought you know, what's going on? Now, I... First thing I never knew in my life is I had so many friends with high-level contacts at the White House. I started started getting email after email and text after text that that this was from my high-level friend at the White House, which is funny because a lot of my friends apparently all have the same friend at the White House. You know, so I started to realize, okay, you know, obviously the stupidity is about to begin, but I did not fathom shutting down Las Vegas. Like, Dude, something major is going on for them to shut down Las Vegas. I have people in my post saying, well, you're flip-flopping. You used to believe this, and now you believe this. Well, that's because new information causes rational people to change their damn tune. Okay? At first, I'm thinking, dude, this has to be way more deadly than they're telling us. It has to be. They're shutting down Vegas. Okay? They're, 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 and by the way, I know people that, that worked for armored cars. They're taking the cash out of the vaults. Casinos have their own vaults. They're very protected. They're removing the cash. I'm thinking, what the hell is going on here? Are they going to nuke Las Vegas? Is there something happening that they're not telling us? Because this is major. And so then they shut it all down, and I'm watching the news just like everybody else. And then I thought to myself, oh, yeah, the news isn't always the truth. So I started to do a little research, and then guess what? Looks like, supposedly, there is some shit going on. Okay, good. There's a deadly virus. I'm thinking, okay, China's doing this as a biowarfare thing. Like China's doing this so our stocks drop and they can come in and buy up all the freaking, you know, companies' stock and, and things like that. So I'm I'm thinking all kinds of things. And then I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the data. Well, I'm watching the data, Forbes, and guess what? It's not as deadly as they thought. They said our 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 our, our hospitals are gonna be overwhelmed, so we gotta flatten the curve. Makes sense. Flatten the curve. Makes total sense. But then I go around to all the hospitals here in Las Vegas. I drove to every single one of them. No lines, no packed, nobody sitting there sick. No, there's nobody sick. I don't know anybody sick, you know? Um, so I started to call a few doctor friends. Dude, a couple of them have been laid off. A couple nurses have been laid off. But you watch the news and it's like, all the hospitals are overwhelmed. All the hospitals are overwhelmed. It's like, dude, this is bullshit. Go down and look at your hospitals. They're not overwhelmed. Then always you get one dipshit talking about, go to New York. Okay, I'm not saying no hospitals are overwhelmed. Forbes, they're trying to tell us everybody's overwhelmed. We don't have enough hospital beds. They brought in a freaking Navy ship. It left New York. It doesn't have anyone to work on. Folks, something else is happening. There's a bigger agenda. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what it is. I just question the narrative. That's all. See, and that's why I am so keyed into you. You're one of the only voices of sanity to me because the exact same story is what I'm hearing. I was expecting to see people dying in the street. That's not a good thing. Or 20 to 30% of all of this. And all of a sudden, you are hearing people who recover. I was blown away when the prime minister of England got sick, went to the ICU, and then came back out again. I'm like, well, okay. Tom Hanks seems to be doing fine. A lot of friends are doing fine. And then, of course, I'm a health and wellness disruptor. I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm one of those with Dr. Phil, and I know he got lambasted, but looking at the number of heart disease patients that die every year is in the 700,000 per year, and yet it's still legal to sell out of Kentucky Fried Chicken a, a fried chicken sandwich between two donuts. 
All right, so there's maybe some underlying health issues. My concern is every time somebody like you or I starts bringing these up, that gets shot down very quickly. Do you think something else is going on? Uh, absolutely. Again, it's not about the health of America. Otherwise, you know, Monsanto or whatever would be shut down a long time ago. DuPont, there's a movie called Dark Water. DuPont poisons entire towns, gets fined, but they're making so much money, the fines are okay. So again, at the end of the day, if, if they were really about health, it's not true. Then, then it's like, well, if we leave our homes, people could die. Why don't you be a little more considerate, Forbes? Why don't <laughs> Come on, you be a more, Forbes, why don't you not worry so much about your money and start worrying more about other people's lives? Okay, well, if we're going to do that, well, then we might as well stay home forever because guess what? More people die in car crashes. How come we're not staying home so nobody's driving and might get in a car crash? Uh, airplane crashes, train crashes, meningitis, tuberculosis, AIDS, like... Come on, folks. It's not about our health, okay? It's not about our health. And if it is, I believe that in the beginning it was, but now they don't want to say, sorry, everybody go back. So now they have to act like they have to roll it out slowly. Just do it slowly. Why, dude? Now, look, go look up a lot of videos, by the way, that are disappearing on the internet, which is, again, to me, it's a sign. Two doctors from California said, hey, look, we've tested over 5,000 people. If you extrapolate this, and by the way, we can extrapolate any data from any hospital, the CDC, who, it's all the same. If you do this, this is what, this is what it says. It's not our opinion. We're not inciting riots. We're not being racist or biased. It's just, guys, we did the math, and the math's not jiving with what you guys are saying, the narrative. Boom. The next day that that video is gone. Like, why would it be gone? I can see videos of two girls in a cup, <laughs> but I can't see a video of two doctors having an intelligent conversation. Come on, Forbes. You got to be an idiot to believe this shit. Yeah, that's the whole real talk from over in London. Each time they release a video, if you're lucky enough to see it, because it is gone the next day. Ask, All right, so that dude on London Real, whatever his name is, dude, he's bringing on people. And again, some of them are a little bit, well, maybe I don't believe that. But guess what? We're supposed to be able to say what we believe, right? In this country, yes. Yeah, like my last post has like two or 3,000 comments on it. And it's like I start reading the comments a little bit. And what's funny is it's just the left and the right arguing over who, whether I'm right or I'm wrong. And, and it's funny because there's, there's people that are just – they just, whatever the news tells them is what's going on. And anyone that goes against the narrative is a, is a scumball, capitalistic scum. And when you start to think about it, it's like, dude, if, if, if you were working, making chump change, and then this happened, and now they're paying you unemployment or something more than you were making, why would you want it to open back up? So I'm a history minor. And I remember listening and watching the Holocaust, which some people believe isn't never really happened. I, I, I see that as well. But I remember thinking, how is it possible that you could drive people to want to put other people in an oven or do all of this? And exactly what you just said, and I actually think this is one of the coolest times ever to experience this craziness in history for real. I know it was disruptive because we had pretty good lives before. But all of a sudden, like you said, people are, and I got yelled at in the post office about a mask. I'm like, you guys are believing the narrative, whether you know it's real or not. That's like the most profound thing I've heard. So on this show, you don't get called a scum. Sorry. I know you not, want to. Not, but not only that, if you, if you really get beat up yeah. because of who you're listening to, 
Well, they have to look in the mirror and realize that they're arguing with you based on who you're listening to, which means that they are listening to somebody too. So why is the person you're listening to any better than the persons we're listening to? If you look out in the world, there are thousands of doctors saying the same thing. People are like, you're not a doctor. I don't need to be a doctor to notice what the doctors are saying. Like right. you're not a, you're not a social media expert or you wouldn't have 90 followers, dipshit. <laughs> At the end of the day, don't worry about what my page says. It, it, I'm just sharing my opinion. It's like, it's like, Hey, I went and saw Forrest Gump. I loved Forrest Gump. A lot of people loved Forrest Gump, but if someone didn't like Forrest Gump, I'm not mad at him. Oh no, no. You have to call them an idiot. It's just how it works because that seems to be what we do. I don't know that I ever thought I would see such dividedness, you know, and it's funny because I remember as soon as Broadway shows got shut down, I had this feeling like you did, or Joshua was getting ready to go to the Arnold that stopped. No sports games. You're like, well, wait a second. What, what, but I guess what's curious to me, because I have a, a conspiracy theory, and why is it if you are believed differently, you're called a conspiracy theory? It could be true. Apparently, Nixon was taping other people, and Clinton was in the closet with a little girl, and Michael Jackson liked kids. Those were conspiracies until they were proven, but you don't need to wait until it's proven to be right. My concern, though, is the entire world shut down. I'm sorry, what could the agenda be? I'll tell you what I think the agenda is, personally. Yeah. It's 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 worldwide vaccination. It's it's basically you're all going to get this vaccine so we can track you from then on. And because, again, they want to track me now again, they want to get tricky. Like, dude, somebody says, you know, it's a chip so we can listen to everything you say. Personally, dude, someone said the other day, TikTok is owned by China and everything you do, China will know. And I'm like, I don't give a shit if China knows what I do. Like, dude, I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, why do I care if China knows? If the government wants to listen in, and by the way, if you don't think they're listening already, you're brain dead. But listen, they already, Project Echelon is real. These smart TVs can watch you in your home and they can hear you. These Alexas that we, yes. think, that, that we think are so awesome, they are listening. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to hear when you say Alexa. <laughs> At the end of the day, listen, I, I am not afraid of being monitored 24-7. I don't, I don't have the, you're invading my privacy fear that people do. Why? I'm not doing anything to hide. So again, I mean, like, you know, you want to hear me and my wife have sex? Shit. You know, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, what are you saying that's so bad that you're worried? People are going to say, it's not. It's the principle. I want my privacy. Okay, well, that's where it boils down to. Principle. Right now, our constitutional rights are being trampled. They're telling people you cannot go to church. They're, literally, people went to jail for going to church. They were In arrested. this country. Yeah, there's people being arrested because they're going paddleboarding by themselves. Okay, if you're, if you're so concerned about the safety, the dude's out in the ocean by himself. Why would you wait for him to come in and arrest him? Well, because he's breaking the law. The law doesn't say you can't go out there. We're being... So these are suggestions. Okay. Now, now when the state, when the, when the local and state of, uh, officials are saying you have to close your business, non-essential businesses, who's determining what the hell essential is? Well, apparently in the state of Florida, WWE is essential. Did you know that? You know, what's also essential liquor stores. Liquor, yes. liquor stores are essential, but a health facility is not. Oh, and God forbid your barber. I, I think that we are now the scariest looking population of all. <laughs> 
Well, that's why you don't see a lot of these influencers online because they don't have their Botox and their freaking Grecian hair formula. You know, they're, they're, they're basically going, oh, shit, I better just lay low till this thing blows over. Right. I think the bigger question is what we're talking about today. You do know this podcast is going to get shut down based on what we've all just said. You and I are now marked as disruptors and more power to us. Well, I, hey, know. listen, here's, here's what I say, because someone said, dude, aren't you afraid of your Instagram account getting shut down? Um, I'm not afraid of it. But again, if it gets shut down, it wouldn't surprise me. But I'm not making any claims. I'm simply sharing my opinion. This is just my opinion. So the doctors, if you saw that interview, did you I see? did. And by the way, they didn't take them all down. You can search for it and find it because guess what? People are smart enough to take it offline. So, so I have the video if anybody wants to see it, but it's an hour long. Dr. Buttar the other day, I'm going to have him on my podcast. Um, at the end of the day, man, you're not going to hide these things. You're going to limit these things. And, and, and the people know this. So at the end of the day, all they're doing is mitigating what's inevitable. Which is, I think I got 30 seconds for my first break. I will tell you, I'm going to leave you this because we're all watching Fauci. When I looked him up and realized that he's on the board of, of uh, Microsoft, you know, uh, what's his face? Microsoft. What's his name? I just spaced. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. He's on the board of Bill Gates' company. You're like, I'm sorry, is that like a red flag? That was like, that should smack you in the face going, this isn't all what it seems. All right. So if you're listening and you're getting a little riled up, congratulations. That's what today's show was about. Brad is a dropping the bombs kind of guy. He's got his own amazing podcast. I just, I love his energy. It's infectious. I've got two more guests we're going to bring on as well to join in this conversation. Uh, you're welcome to call in, write in, you know, my email and I'll we'll be back after these sponsors. If they're still sponsoring us, I think they will. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. 
That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody, you're welcome back to the Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness, and how if you only have one of the three, you're not really living your life. So I've got three amazing men on here today. I've got Mr. Bradley, who is a, just call him the real Bradley. If you don't know who he is, shame on you. Go to Instagram and look up this man. I've got Greg Watson, who's an expert in the real estate field, going to talk a little about buying and selling properties in this climate, and Tyler, the hypnotist. So Tyler is one of my students. I met Tyler at an event where Brad and I were on stage in front of 10,000 people. Tyler, did you hear Brad speak at that event? I did hear him speak. It was the first time I heard of Bradley as well. Right. Remind him how wonderful he was back in Vegas, the Mandalay Bay. Go for it. Remind him how wonderful he was. I remind him how wonderful he is every single time I see him. There you go. But that first time, honestly, Brad and Forbes, you were the two speakers who stood out to me the most. So I'm honored to be here with both of you right now. And uh, yeah, Brad, you're just a real motherfucker. Yes, that's the one. So actually, Tom, you tell a story when I walked on stage. What was your impression of me just out of curiosity? Oh, man. The power you felt, like the way she just walked, you can feel the power. I was all the way up in the back. I paid like $97 for the seat, but I felt her walk on the stage. It was, it was insane. I feel it now thinking about it. Yeah, that was an amazing event. First time Brad and I shared the stage. Um, and I, I'm watching your growth because that was actually three years ago. You went from just wanting stuff to now. How much have you just sold your course? You've been online, created the course about hypnotism. And how much did you make in your launch? Yeah. So the first five months we made about 78 K and we have 1100 members internationally right now, which is super cool. Absolutely spectacular. Hey, so Brad, um, are you generating income during this time? <laughs> yes. Can you? <laughs> well, listen, I mean, listen, my, my entire company I sent home and we're fully operational. The only thing that we kind of missed was our state of the art studios, our production studios. But we can use those. We're just not open. So at the end of the day, I didn't miss a beat. I mean, we're doing, we're, you know, we're doing eight figures a year, about to be nine. Um, you know, we were 100% virtual to begin with. So, so I am not affected at all. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. Everybody realizes how important going virtual is. Tyler, if he built a course and he didn't do it on Lightspeed or I'd know, is, is, is the difference. Like there's other companies that are, that are getting people that realize, hey, I've got knowledge in my head that I can monetize. But the difference between our system and the rest of the systems is those systems are like, do it yourself, slap up a video and set up and, and put a price tag on it. And ours is more enterprise level. It allows you to make interactive content, right? Track and measure your employees, uh, deliver engaging uh, marketing pieces, et cetera, et cetera. So our business and our all of the, the learning management systems business is blowing up. I, I heard Zoom got like 3 million new users a day for the first, you know, three weeks. So- I'm in, the, I'm in the, the, the cat seat, the cat bird seat. And it's funny too, because a lot of people in their little shit talking on the social media, they don't know that I'm the CEO of a tech company. They, they think I'm out selling courses. He just wants to sell his courses. Dude, I ain't got no courses for sale, you idiot. Not only that, he, you know, he's just scared because he's running out of his money. His camera guy should be worried because in a month, he ain't going to be able to afford his camera guy. Dude, I'm not an influencer. I just happen to be influential. Oh, I like that. You know, hey, there's a thing about, you know, making lemons out of lemonade or life happens for you, not to you. So two things. One, Joshua, my beautiful man, was in a massive motorcycle accident January 2nd. Uh, he's still in a wheelchair 17 weeks later. Let me tell you something. 
But what's interesting, and I knew it when it happened, thank God he was fine after being in the ICU and it was tragic and, you know, it, but it shifted him out of focusing on his physical, which at 42, even though he looks great, might not be the thing to do. He's a brilliant 3D graphic artist. He spent a lot of time behind a computer. Maybe it took a car to hit him upside the head to shift. Maybe it took this massive crisis for you to look inside your head, your heart, and your pocketbook and say, wait a second, me having a little corner stand here and working 18 hours or working for some company that thinks they're going to pay me and there's maybe a, a retirement bonus, which may never come, isn't reality. So did you need something this big to hit you upside the head to shift you? Maybe. A lot of people did. And, I, and you know, what I realized is I don't need this $100,000 a month facility overlooking the city of Las Vegas. I don't need it. But I tell you what, I sure do still like it. Yeah, I actually feel the way about my, my studio as well. Kind of interesting. And by the way, I realized you can run an entire studio with just two people who can stand six feet apart from each other. Actually, I'm confused by people who are in their own home who go, don't, don't hug me. I'm like, hey, if, you do, if you do the research and the data, let me just tell you. And again, you're not a doctor. <laughs> no, but I, but I play one on TV. Look, the hands is the main transmittal. So again, the mask, you're not, you're probably not going to get the mask anyway. You need sustained interaction, very, very close in, encounters. The hands are the biggest thing. It's not airborne. Okay. So basically if someone sneezes on you, yes, the, the sputum, the particulates could you be. You use that word today, sputum. I saw that on your post. I'm like, dude. <laughs> well, again, I mean, you can get it if someone sneezes. So again, you should stay away from people. But the main thing is your hands, folks. Just wash your hands and avoid touching your face, your eyes, your mouth. Just avoid touching your face and keep your hands washed. And, and more than likely, you're not going to get it if you just do those things. Now, I'm not a doctor. Okay, <laughs> Google this shit. I'm just repeating what a bunch of brilliant doctors are saying. Well, how come I've never seen it? Because you're too busy writing shitty comments on people that are sharing information rather than looking some up for yourself. Listen, I always tell people this. Seek information. Don't accept information. You know, the Bible says, and I'm not a holy roller either, but let's use the Bible. The Bible says, seek and ye shall find. Now, if ye would like to find, you have to seek. Okay. Accepting information is not seeking, Forbes. Seek. I love it. I love it. I love ye. It. <laughs> So I, um, I had one of those moments about life happening for you. My, my Facebook got hacked. I've had five, three profile accounts out of all my old friends, two big fan pages. Somebody hacks it while I'm on a cruise because they said on the cruise, you should disconnect from your social media. You should disconnect from your technology. Well, God damn, somebody heard that and they disconnected me for real. So for three months, I've been like missing my friends. By the way, if you're not on Facebook, on social media, you actually have a lot more time for your life. So anyway, I have three months to delve into things. One day, a friend of mine comes, one of my students said, I think I can fix this. He does. Want to hear something crazy? The guy who hijacked my big fan page, my 800,000 fan page, took it to 1.1 million viewers and started making massive money on my account. I got it back. You go to my account now, there's 1.7 million followers. I have so many new friends named Muhammad, I can't tell you. It's very cool. So, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Greg. Greg Watson. Greg Watson is an expert when it comes to mortgages. I... I just gave a, an online virtual speech about to real estate professionals. The average person thinks that real estate's like dead because no one has money. That's not true, is it? Far from it. Yeah. I mean, listen, right now, um, you know, a majority of the population is still working. They're still receiving paychecks. 
and that's great. Right now, um, you know, there are there are opportunities out there in these down environments, and there's people that are that are getting rich right now. Um, there is a lot changing, um, but that's that's to be expected with times like this. Um, but yeah, I mean, certainly right now there's a lot of opportunity in real estate um, to, and, and I think there's going to be more opportunity to come here. Um, over the next several months for those people that um, may not be as fortunate, um, some investors that maybe weren't positioned properly, um, I think there's going to be some opportunities to pick up uh, some, some, uh, some real estate here uh, at very good numbers you know, in, in, the coming, in the coming weeks and months. So that is the crazy thing about every crisis. And Brad, I know you know this to be true, but millionaires are made when things are downturned because there's stock available. And it's, by the way, not everybody wins, but you, to position yourself to win. Greg, what's a piece of advice you might give to one of my baby entrepreneurs out here during this? Adjust quickly. You know, I mean, listen, right now in this market, it's very similar to 2008 in the sense that when the markets crashed in 08, things in terms of lending, finance, real estate, it, it, they were changing daily. So if you're, in, if you're in real estate, if you're invested already, you have to have foresight. You have to be able to see what's coming and be able to adjust what you're currently doing to stay in front of this stuff. So the biggest, the biggest piece of advice for anybody that's in real estate lending, stay on top of your stuff, be, be, be on top of it and be ready to change and pivot, you know, daily almost at this point. Interesting. Brad, what's your take on the whole real estate world? My take on the real estate world is, is, uh, you know, limited because I uh, don't have a lot of experience, but I just know that it's not the strongest that survive. It's the ones that adapt. You know, if I were in real estate right now, I'd be doing virtual tours to narrow down and then do the live sites. But I have friends here that are in real estate. They're still killing it. They're, they're saying that everything's wonderful. They just had to make some, they just had to adapt a few things, a few, uh, ways. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think what you helped illuminate is this this curve. We all got hit with something. We all saw the movies. Uh, and by the way, I always say people should just watch movies, watch Matrix, watch iRobot, watch uh, Terminator. My problem with those movies is it feels like it's a future forecaster. We're starting to build these robots, do this AI, and the deal is, and everyone needs to know, this, the humans never win. They just never win. We are like building what's going to crush us. Yes. Hey, Brad, you're exactly right on the, on, on the being able to adjust thing, man. I mean, listen, in real estate, you know, we have, there's plenty of people out there, lots of agents right now that are using, you know, these downturns as an excuse not to do anything or as an excuse as to why they can't do things. And the other end of it, there's young, hungry agents that are basically picking up market share because they are finding ways, like you said, virtual tours to see houses and sell real estate. And it's working. So, I mean, again, you know, just to reiterate your point, I mean, the people that are able to find ways to adjust to the current, the, the current markets and current situations are the ones that are always going to thrive. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got a friend in Canada. His whole, his whole business model from the beginning, even before this, was real estate, 100% virtual, and, they, and they've done billions in transactions. Yeah. They're, not, they're not messed up at all. In fact, they're, they're crushing it. So if you're listening to this, you're going, wait a second, people in this downtime when they're suffering are also crushing it. I'm going to go to mindset. And that's what I'm going to bring Tyler in because hypnotism is one of my favorite topics. I've been an NLP master. Just the idea of understanding how your brain works 
how your conscious is on the top half, but I got to tell you, it doesn't do most of the work every day. Your, your subconscious does. Your subconscious is the one that's taking care of your digestion, your hair growing, your cells rejuvenating. It works really hard. And the problem is you think you're in control and then you mess it up. You mess it up by watching the news and getting scared and freaking out your whole nervous system. And all of a sudden you start to make nuts, make nuts within yourself. Tyler, as a hypnotist, as somebody who specializes in this, I've watched you hypnotize somebody in a busy bar and like lock them. I mean, it doesn't matter where you are, dude. You are amazing. And for your age, it blows me away. What kind of advice can you give from my audience about mindset and what can they shift? Yeah, people are blissfully unaware that we are on autopilot 99.9% of the time. And people get pissed at themselves because they have these, these actions they want to take. And at the end of the day, they look back and they say, fuck, I didn't do it again. I'll do it tomorrow. And it's a cycle. Right? People are trying to use willpower to change the actions rather than changing the autopilot, changing the baseline. Right? So the one advice I've realized during this whole pandemic, I, I know really nothing about it. I just study people. And I've noticed how insanely different the outputs can be when the inputs are changed. Because right now, people's inputs are all chaos. And because the inputs are chaos, that's what they're getting inside their mind and that's what they're putting out into the world. And it's a terrible cycle. So if I can only give you one tangible piece of advice, it would be to change your inputs. Instead of watching stories of like overcrowded hospitals somewhere in the world and death and disease, watch stories of people clapping every single night when the healthcare workers leave for their shift, right? Change the inputs, you change the outputs. It's as simple as that. I love that. So Brad, how do you have such a positive disruptive mindset? Where did that come from for you? You know, over the years uh, I developed it, you know, first of all, in my belief, you know, gratitude is key. So I started to realize at one point in time that if I, if someone offered me a million dollars just out of the blue cash back when I didn't have any money, man, my, all my problems would have went away. I'd have been so excited, so pumped up. It wouldn't have like, you couldn't have brought me down. Like nothing would have bothered me. But yet every morning I woke up, I felt, you know, oh, I got to go to work and I was complaining and whatnot. So I realized at one point I realized I would rather wake up than get a million dollars, right? So, so I just put the two together and I started to realize that every day I wake up, I got a gift more valuable than a million dollars so I should start acting like it. So I used to wake up and I had a sign on my wall for years that would just remind me to be grateful that said, congratulations, you get another day. And I'm like, I would rather wake up than get a million dollars, which means I just got something more valuable than a million dollars. So I all of a sudden just spark up. And I think I just trained myself to do that. And then I also, I also believe that um, a lot of times subconsciously Tyler can back it up or, 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 you know, refute it. I don't know, but I believe the subconscious, which is below awareness. That's why they call it subconscious. I think it's been listening and recording our whole lives. And I think we've lied to ourselves. We've lied to others. And ultimately our subconscious mind is no fool. It realizes that you're a piece of shit. So at the end of the day, it, you have to repair the relationship you have with yourself. And the way I did it and the way I show people how to do it is number one, you got to forgive yourself. Just like if you're apologizing to a friend and you want a clean slate. So you forgive yourself. Most people don't do that. Everybody deserves a second chance. Number two, you need to commit to always do what you say you're going to do. Ethics and integrity need to be paramount. And you commit to do what you say you're going to do. Step three, everybody tells you you have these big, crazy goals, but then we we, we, we fall short. And so again, we're programming our subconscious mind. Lose. I'm a loser. I lost. I failed. I fell short. I am a loser. I fell short. So do the opposite. 
program and, and put more information in that says, I win, I win, I win. How do you do that? 10 small goals a day. 10 small goals that are easily attainable because your mind doesn't know the difference between a big win and a small win. It just knows it's a win. They had three basketball teams. They had one practice free throws, one think about practicing free throws, and one not practice free throws. The one that practiced improved 24%. The ones that did not practice improved zero, but the ones that thought about practicing improved 23%, which is essentially the same as the one that practiced. So your mind doesn't know the difference between a million dollars and a dollar. It just knows it just knows you made money. So you set 10 small goals a day. And then number four, the fourth thing that you do is you block out what Tyler was just talking about, all the negativity, because the shit talkers will rise up and they'll start saying stupid shit. And, and they're totally recognizable. They'll be like, oh, Forbes, oh, what are you trying to get in shape? Oh, Forbes, oh, you think you're going to get rich? You know, you, so you get rid of all negativity. You start to look, you know, at everybody as a, a, a source of information. And if the information's bad, stop receiving it. Okay. And then number five, you have to literally seek new information every day because Forbes, it's not rocket science. Look, if you want to change what you're getting, change what you're doing. If you want to change what you're doing, you got to change what you believe because people's behavior is based on their beliefs. So in order to change what you believe, you have to have new information in order to change it. So at the end of the day, if every day I know that I want something else, I want more, I want something more, I want something more. I got to do something more. Okay, so you want to change what you're getting, change what you're doing. You want to change what you're doing. You got to change what you believe. And if you want to change what you believe, you have to get new information. So if you do those things every single day over six, nine months to a year, I think you're just going to realize that, man, there is no such thing as a bad day. Every day is a good day that you open your eyes. It's just how good is it going to get? That's the question. Dude, I don't know if that's part of your signature speech, but just the way you did the one, two, three, four, five, which is how many fingers you've got in a hand. That was crazy. I see Tyler just smiling and exploding. I go, Greg's going, wow, talk about success and powerful. I got to jump to a quick sponsorship, guys. You're watching the Forbes Factor. So do Brad's five, but one more, number six, come back to me. Don't go away. We got our last segment coming up in just a few minutes. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. 
Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. You guys are back with Forbes Riley and my amazing crew. I've got Tyler the Hypnotist. I've got Bradley from Las Vegas. And I've got Greg Watson, the real estate man. Hey, so there's going to come a moment when this is, quote, open. And I'm impressed that phase one includes opening bowling alleys. I'm not sure what lobbyists thought that was an important thing to open immediately. I just want to get my nails done. Um, And I do think there's a little bit of what I talked about earlier, Stockholm syndrome. I'm very comfortable now at home. I'm a little nervous about, you know, getting out there and redoing all this. Greg, what's one of the first things you can't wait to do when they say, okay, go back to work and let's deal with it? Uh, well, not not work related, but I'd love to go to my barber and get a haircut, and uh, I'd like to go back to my gym and and work out. I mean, they're my, they're the two main things that I'm missing. You know, outside of that, I mean, as far as you know, you know, as far as business is concerned, I mean, you know, we've 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 actually utilized technology more than we ever have. So, I mean, we're going to keep most of this stuff that we've implemented going forward, just to make us you know more streamlined, more efficient. But man, just, you know, if I could get a haircut and my beard trimmed and, uh, you know, go to the gym, I'd be happy, man. I, I, outside of that, there's there's not really not that much. I got you. Brad, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to be able to go to the various stores that are closed right now so I can basically um, re-equip my life. Uh, you know, with, with, this isn't going to be the only time. So so guess what? Like everyone says they miss the gym. Well, so did I. So, so when I, when this opens up, I'm going to get all the gym equipment, making a home gym. Cause this ain't going to be the last time we're locked in. I got a home gym every day at noon. I got thousands of people around the country. We spin gym. Who knew that actually having an equipment you could do at your desk would be so valuable. Uh, exactly. But you know, I need the bench press, not a spin gym. Oh yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I got Joshua doing it, but yes, you do. But, but, but listen, I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get all my home equipment and I'm going to go equip my, my home facility with all the freaking accoutrements that I, that I, that I realized I'm missing because I'm telling you people, this is not the last time they're going to open it up. And then supposedly if they're telling the truth, it's going to come back every year. Right? So if it comes back, they're going to shut her down again. And I don't want to be in a situation where I miss the gym. Like I want to be able to say, look, if, if, if I can, if I have to sit here a year straight, I'm okay. So I just can't wait to go out and get all the stores open so I can re-equip. Well, I got to tell you, so I'm sitting with my, everybody say hi to McKenna. She is 17 right now. Her crazy thing is school's closed. It may be closed next year. College may be closed. No, what's going to be interesting. Actually, Brad, let me ask you this question first up. How important is college? Well, do you want my answer? I want that real disruptive Bradley answer. Listen, at the end of the day, I would say, McKenna, go to college for the experience and the relationships because you won't get another opportunity to bring all those people like that. But as far as how important is it? It's not. 
that important unless you want something like a doctor or a lawyer that requires a degree. But again, it's, it's, I believe it's important for experiences and relationships, not the education. That's why I want to go to college. That's why I want to go to Berkeley. Cause I want the again, go, go, go make friends that you'll, you'll have for a lifetime. You know, you might even meet your, your, your significant other, you know, you're going to meet relationships that you can do business with. So, I mean, I highly recommend college for experience and relationships, but obviously the education is not real. Now I dropped out of high school in the 11th grade, but now I have two PhDs, four MBAs and people are like, wait a minute, how's that? Well, they work for me. <laughs> so listen, you don't need to earn one when you can hire one. So they're not necessary, but I would highly recommend you go and enjoy life because you're never going to get an opportunity like that again. Just like prom. I didn't get to go to prom. I wish I would have went to prom. All right. So what's one piece of advice you would give to uh, say a 20 something year old version of you right now? I would tell that person to number one, don't worry about what other people think, period. End of story. Like other people's opinion is none of your business. Like don't worry about it. Be you. You know, obviously I think ethics and integrity are, are important, but too many people are afraid to do things because they're worried about what mom's going to say or what dad's going to say or what their friends are going to say or what their you know, boyfriend's going to say. I would say don't worry about other people's judgment. And, and the other two things would be, invest money more wisely. Okay. Cause I spent so much money in life trying to impress people. If I had it all back, it'd be impressive. <laughs> and then, and then I would um, seek mentorship and, and, and knowledge uh, every single day. Like I didn't do that. I had to learn everything the hard way. That's my book that's coming out. It's called lessons. I learned the hard way. So you don't have to, because dude, I, I, I learned the hard way. I, I didn't seek information. And what's funny is, is I, I got them on pre-order right now only for one reason, because, you know, they're not ready yet. But the day they're ready and they, and they ship, the pre-order's over. And here's the big thing. I, I'm, I'm going to put out a big promotion that I'm buying one of the copies back for $100,000 cash. So not only are you buying a book that'll make you millions if you apply what's in it, I'm going to buy one of the, pre, the pre-ordered signed limited editions back from somebody for $100,000. So it's not only a book. It'll make you millions. It might even be a lottery ticket for 100 Gs. What's the qualification for you buying it back? Are you investing in somebody or just randomly? No, I'm just going to pick one of the people that bought a pre-order and buy their book back for 100000 That is just what genius. What if they don't want to give it back? What if they don't want to give it back? I love you. <laughs> they, can de- they can decline the offer. That is crazy. But by, by that time, they would probably take the 100000 McKenna. And buy another one. Go get another book for 24 bucks. Right yeah, now, I'm watching this 17-year-old. She's taking a course from a master in option and trading right now. I mean, I wish I was this smart when I was 17. Yeah, well, that's why, that's why I was saying, you know, college isn't, isn't necessary to be successful. Uh, I wouldn't send someone to college. Well, you better go to college if you want to be successful. Dude, there's 17-year-old kids that know how to drive traffic that are making millions of dollars. Why? Because they know how to do Facebook media buying and target people correctly. They know how to do a, a Venus flytrap. They know how to, they know how to uh, address the, the cognitive biases that are out there in the world, you know? And not only that, they know how to sell, persuade, and close people. So Tyler, the hypnotist, college, no college. Look, Tyler's hypnotized right now. I, I, love I, you I went to college for a year and a half and I dropped out. Now, only recently, I'm actually grateful that I did go for the experiences I had. Uh, I did ROTC for the Air Force for a little bit. I learned how to be a leader. 
that is probably the biggest thing I got out of college. Um, but about a year and a half in, I think I got everything that I needed out of it and left to focus on myself. Um, so I'm super happy I dropped out, but I'm also super happy I went. All right. So one of the things that you're looking forward to in the new norm, what are you looking forward to doing? I'm looking forward to big crowds of people that I can hypnotize again. That's the <laughs> only thing that this, that's missing out right now is pe- the, the fear in people's eyes and everyone's so spread out. And I walk up and I say I'm a hypnotist and they just run the other way. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking forward uh, to. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather hypnotize or mesmerize? Wow. What's the difference? I, that's what I'm thinking right now. Um, I've never studied mesmerism. Mesmerization. <laughs> It, there, there's magician, magicians or illusionists who call themselves who, or who mesmerize people. But I honestly, if you're hypnotizing someone, you're mesmerizing them. Definition, if my Alexa was here, I'd name it. But, but there's a difference. One's hypnotizing and one's mesmerizing. Which one I, would you rather? In order to be a hypnotist, in order to hypnotize someone, they need to be mesmerized by what you're saying. Um, I don't know about the other way around, but I do know that I do both. I like that. I like that. Someone asked me, what's the difference between a task and a goal? And I'm like, a task is something you'd have to do to reach a goal. Yeah. Okay. So what's your definition of mesmerization? Well, I don't know, but I mean, I just like to be clever. And, and when he said hypnotize, I thought, you know, I, I guess, I guess you're right. You have to mesmerize them in order to, well, I just, I, just, I don't want to hypnotize people. Cause that sounds like, you know, that sounds like, you know, a, a medical procedure, you know, but, but mesmerizing, I'd love to be mesmerizing. Greg, are you mesmerizing people or hypnotizing them with your, with your magic words? I would say mesmerizing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not. I think what you guys don't, you know, in the world of when you actually learn this, apparently we're in a trance most of the time. We listen in a trance. You have to be in that, that state when the news filters in and you start to accept it as real. You're in a definite hypnotism state. And you're always, and hypnotism is always self-hypnosis, which is one of the things I know Tyler knows very well. But I will tell you, in whatever your business, we talk about sales. That's one of my whole new thing coming out is when you speak, when you're even interviewed on a, on a podcast like this, what's your goal? Do you begin with the end in mind? Are you here to educate, illuminate, you know, fascinate? Are you here to drive people to your, you know, you all have products and services. Do you get that across in a non-selling way? Those little skills, I think that people aren't verbally as acute as they could be. Nobody gets to go to college, they call it communication, but to actually be able to articulate so that you can mesmerize, that, Brad, that's what you're doing like wildly on your Instagram right now. You take this little thing that accesses the world, you talk truth into it, but you know how you're affecting people on the other side, don't you? You know you want to stir it, stir it up, don't you? Well, I just want people to think, that's all. But again, like hypnotizing, for example, I can't be hypnotized. I'm always kicked off the stage when I go to the hypnotic shows. And because everyone can't be hypnotized, right, Tyler? But everyone can be mesmerized. Oh, oh, he's doing it. Go ahead, Tyler. You get a minute. Go for it. I've, I've done this so many times with you, Brad, <laughs> that it'll take a lot longer than three minutes. Um, but that in and of itself is self-hypnosis. The belief you can't be hypnotized is the reason that's so, which means you are hypnotized. Oh, I like that argument, and I know that's coming true. That's, oh, my saying, goodness. that's, that's like saying no interest is a level of interest. Well, it's also saying that, no, no, but you have got your own mindset that you're not going to let somebody make you cluck like a duck. That's not going to happen for you because you've got it in your head and that is powerful. I wish someone could make me cluck like a duck. And by the way, ducks don't cluck, chickens do. But (laughs) I, I, I just, it's not possible. It's not possible. Like people that get up there and they, and, and like when Tyler goes, you know, sweet. And they go, 
Dude, no, you don't understand. So I'm studying this. I get up there at one of those, one of those shows of marks of art or something, and I am standing there, okay? And I've convinced myself that I'm going to do whatever it is to stay up here. That was my goal, right? And so he's going down. He said, you can't remember your last name. Guy next to me is holding his license. I see his last name. He sees his last name. And the guy says, so what's your name? He's like, John. And like, he's in, and my brain, I'm thinking he's a moron. Guy comes right up to me and says, so Forbes, nice to meet you. We know that you're well known. What's your name? And I'm like, Forbes. My brain is going, you could say Riley. You know it. Why aren't you saying it? And the front of my brain is going, because you said, because you gave your word that you didn't remember it. I had the most amazing time. And yes, just like that, there was a hypnotist gun. The guys next to me all fell over. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. And the next thing, I was out. You know why? Because I agreed to buy in. And that, my friend, is what you don't want to be normal. You don't want to let somebody else control you. And that's why you've chosen not to. It's great. I think it's beautiful. But I, no, but I really wish I could because I they look like they're having so much fun. It's just maybe I... Maybe I just don't believe it, and that's why you can't do it. But uh, listen, I will go to any hypnotist on earth, and they can do whatever they want, and I would love to wake up and cluck like a chicken and be all this whack job. And I, I wish, because it's so fun. It would be funny to watch the video when I, woke, when, I, when I woke back up. I just don't think everybody is hypnotizable. Oh, Tyler, the gauntlet has been thrown. I got like 90 seconds left before this is over. We're going to do this again. Greg, have you ever been hypnotized? I'm mesmerized by this conversation right now. I have never been hypnotized. I, um, I hear what Brad's saying, but I don't know enough to say that I couldn't be. But I'm mesmerized by what's going on with this conversation. I'm so interested in the hypnotizing thing that now I need to hit Tyler up on the side here and, and <laughs> there you go. have that a deeper conversation about it. You guys, I've got 60 seconds left. Brad, Brad give me a couple of words uh, to everybody for the week, thought for the week they should be thinking about. Listen, I would just wake up every single morning and, and remember one thing. You just got a gift more valuable than a million dollars, so act like it. I have to say that's one of the most beautiful things I've heard. I'm actually going to go write that on my board. Tyler, give me a couple of seconds here. A couple of seconds. Well, a lot of you right now are probably wondering if you can be hypnotized or not. So I have the answer for you. My most recent post on my Instagram, it is at Tyler the Hypnotist. We'll show you that you can be. Brad, I'm looking forward to your comment, sharing your experience as well. There you go. This has been the most mesmerizing, mesmerizing hour of my entire week. I love you guys. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Everybody out there, listen, you know, everything that happens is your attitude towards it. It is your mindset and you're the one in control of that. Let's go have some fun. It is okay. Please don't feel guilty if you're happy right now. You are allowed to be and I honor that. I will see you on all my social media. We've got all of them listening right now. Mwah. The three of you, thank you guys very much. I'll see you all back here next week with Forbes Riley on The Forbes Factor. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.